you, 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 you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. DJ Impact here. This is our three count. Let's get right into it. It's time. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting present. One, two, three. Count talk. Count talk, baby. All right, y'all. Count two. Let's do it. And this one, Dynamite and Rampage should look different next month. And this is how... That reads, this is from CagesideSeats.com. AEW's hiring uh, hiring a former WWE vice president of global television production, Mike Menzuri, grabbed a few headlines before other things started happening this week. It also led to the questions about when we should start to see Menzuri's influence on Dynamite and Rampage. There's no obvious changes to the production or direction of the, quote, winter is coming, end quote, show on TBS this past Wednesday, even though Manzuri was reportedly on hand for the show in the Dallas Metroplex. But it seems he probably just getting the lay of the land and probably uh, uh, preparing for changes to come. Now, according to the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, and we won't have to wait too much longer to see these to those changes, quote, Part of the Manzuri deal is the Warner Brother Discovery and Tony Khan had decided to change the look of the show. The planned changes are going to go in effect January at some point, end quote. Now, Manzuri is, uh, was supposedly being groomed to take over for Kevin Dunn when Triple H took over for Vince McMahon, but left WWE in 2020 before McMahon's perhaps temporary resignation. His former co-workers are among those touting his hiring as a big win for Tony Khan. We'll be, uh, we'll be a part to start judging that ourselves in the new year, apparently. All right, let me move over to you, uh, Sin City Steve. What is your take on this? Dynamite and Rampage looking different? Yeah, man. I, I think that this is a signing that largely went under the radar. Um, because this is somebody behind the camera, mm-hmm. um, somebody that we're not going to see on a week-to-week basis. But I think that this could end up being one of the biggest signings for AEW. Um, you have somebody that was being groomed and was the next in-line person behind Kevin Dunn. Um, mm-hmm. He would he was going to inherit uh, what what was you know WWE TV and. Um, to have him on the AEW roster is a definite win for Tony Khan and for AEW's production. Mm-hmm. Um, I've long said on this show that things needed to change with Rampage in terms of the way that the show is shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe try a few things, spice up the look of it. Uh, and quite frankly, the same thing for Dynamite. Uh, they've had the same 
generally the same kind of a format and same type of a set setup for the the three years plus that AEW's been around. Yeah. So I think that you know, kind of starting over with the new year um, and making changes to the overall production. I think that is definitely one way to start a new chapter. Um, largely, I'd say that the second half of this year was about AEW kind of finding and centering themselves and now starting to work back up from there. You yeah. look at what they did with um, the, the the Ring of Honor shows, um, definitely got better. The overall AEW product, after All Out, started to get better. Um, I think that AEW All Out was the lowest point for the company, and I think that this is just a huge signing for them. Got you. All right, well, let me move over to you, uh, Simon Street. I mean, look, uh, I guess one could say that, you know, their their look has been looking the same since they've started. I mean, maybe uh, a change should be uh, should be in, in play for them. What's your take? Well, I definitely think it's a step in the right direction. I mean, any any time that you're looking to uh, make change or, or get from under criticism, that you you've had. I mean, I know there was some murmurings about Rampage no longer being on air, uh, you know, next year. So obviously you got to do something. And I think this is a step in the right direction. Is it going to solve the problems? By fuck no. Uh, but it definitely is a great start. And there's nothing to be ashamed of changing up your look. I'm not saying that Rampage and even Dynamite had a bad look, but I think they were due for a good facelift. Um, and definitely one thing that was seen said in this article, um, and I think Sin City alluded to it, how it's being shot. Um, I, 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 and again, this is not my forte as far as camera shots and stuff like that, but I do, in contrast, look at what WWE does and see what AEW does. And I will say that sometimes AEW has it right with their shots, right? But then I see a lot of inconsistencies sometimes. And obviously, seeing WWE as being a pre-existing product. They are, they've had that down to a science. So definitely bringing in uh, someone who knows that process and can improve, that's going to help out a lot. We'll, but we'll see more in 2023. All right, let me go over to you, Matt Michaels, man. Uh, a new look, will this help them out in any? Is, when this happens or you think we're looking about the same or we just don't know? So this is a great signing. You know, William Regal was a great signing but they didn't use him to actually improve what is really needed. And that is someone who knows how to book wrestling. Mm. And I think that you can put, you can put all the lipstick on the pig. It's still a fucking pig. And that's the problem. Tony Khan still needs to get the fuck out of that seat and you can have the best shot show. That's wonderful. Great. But if you're not utilizing the actual storytelling on a regular basis and not popping in people every week that it's like, who the fuck is this person? You're not going to grow the brand. That's the problem. People are not going to start watching your product because it looks pretty. It's very simple. Mm. So, you know, the, you got to realize that it's, <laughs> it's something that, everyone tried to make this that competition between the two companies and it seems like there's been a little pullback on that because of the fact that i think people are realizing as soon as vince went away 
all of a sudden now everyone's got the buzz on the WWE again. It's a company that's been around for over 40 years. Mm -hmm. You can't compete directly with that. Everything that they've done over the years gives it that reputation, gives it that solidity, solidity and gives it that, um, that generational feel to it. They still are building this company. It's year three. And you're already talking about disaster when it comes to Warner Brothers Discovery just fucking falling apart. And what is this in terms of someone coming in and implementing new stuff, new design, new set possibly? Is that going to cost? Because if it's at a cost, who's paying for it? Because I believe our isn't TNT isn't uh, Warner Brothers paying for the cost of the actual show itself. Yeah, they're paying that, for production costs. Yeah, so you know that's the question. So yeah, I mean this person, you know, and that's the other thing too. He was quote unquote being groomed. Well, that means that you were someone who was potentially being shown the ropes, but what is his actual track record? You know, there's a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. And the the honest answer is, this is another overreaction of, oh, this is so fucking great. This is going to put him in such a great position. But there's nothing proven in the track record this guy's going to do anything that's going to help them consistently build the audience mm. to where it's, you know, a growing product. And that, you know, um, with the with with the final two people gone who were behind AEW in the Warner Brothers uh, company, it's going to be a tough road now. And most likely, to be honest, I think when the contract comes up, they need to fucking jump ship. Simple as that. Find a new fucking network that will put 100% behind them and build your product, build your company without being, you know, oh, it's the Monday Night Wars again. And that was the problem from the beginning is that the fans made it personal. Mm. But the company's not, it's not fucking there. It's not anywhere close to being a competitive company and when you get dicks like cm punk coming in and doing the shit he did and was able to that's the other thing how many people are able to just fucking pull tony khan's nuts and just do whatever they fucking want to do because he wants to be your boy he wants to be friends he wants someone to love him because apparently daddy doesn't <laughs> all right However, man. the Jacksonville Jaguars did beat the Cowboys today so good for them yeah, they did. <laughs> all right y'all nice one let's go over to count three and this one reads WWE reports reveal internal reaction to Vince McMahon possible return now this is from comicbook.com it reads like this earlier today the Wall Street Journal released a report regarding two alleged sexual assault victims who were seeking damages from Vince McMahon. And that report also stated that McMahon had told some close to him he was considering making a return to WWE. The report stated that McMahon said he received bad advice regarding his retirement and that he now believes the allegations in the investigations would have blown over if he had stayed. 
Now, an additional report from Fightful Select addresses the reaction internally to a McMahon return, and there doesn't seem to be an overwhelming want for that to happen. According to Fightful's report, they heard from numerous staff and talent within WWE, and one talent called the news, quote, exhausting and was hoping this was all in rear view. Someone else said they were concerned for the talent that had been brought back if if McMahon were to return, but another higher-up wasn't very uh, convinced. Now, that person mentioned how the stock price had increased and the boost to viewership, as well as how general morale had recovered since McMahon t- uh, retired. They said, quote, it would be a really selfish move for Vince to come back under any circumstances. The reason he left, how business has done since then, it'll be really selfish, but selfish activities are what led him leaving in the first place, end quote. That source added that they didn't believe he would return despite his voting power within the company. A longtime staffer said the morale had increased tenfold since McMahon retired, and they said they don't believe he'll return whether he wants to or not. Another employee over 10 years said they believe McMahon's family will encourage him to stay retired. And if he did return, they believe it would do irreparable damage to WWE as a brand. They also said that the few people who thought WWE would internally collapse have been proven wrong. And one name admitted that to be the case. Mr. Simon Street, this is your story Vince McMahon, possible return, huh? That's what they say. (laughs) But then again, in wrestling business, they always say, never say never. So I guess anything is out for grabs. But I will say with this right here, it's um, could it be substantiated truth? I couldn't find anything as I was looking through. However, I did find some good uh, tidbits of stuff I'm sure you guys saw as well. Uh, You know, trying to build up as much excitement as you can before a rumble um the, the one thing that did pop in my mind immediately when i read this was okay Vince man coming back to his former full capacity out of the question at least for right now on the timetable right but him as an entry into royal rumble would be some crazy ass shit and that was something that i always said from the start even when he did step away like he's i always knew in the back of the head he would never be completely gone you see what I'm saying? And truth be told, I'm not the biggest uh, uh, proponent of Vince McMahon, but I do respect the man. And I do know that he's a workhorse. And for him to stay alive, he needs to be working and doing something creatively. I've worked with elderly people. When they stop their regular, that's when they start diving down. I wouldn't want that for him. But I will say, what are your thoughts, you guys' thoughts? Do you think it's just a way to drum up some publicity with, um, you know, Royal Rumble as possibly an entrant or him coming into the capacity of, you know, an on screen storyline, or maybe is this a good opportunity for us to see Vince McMahon, if he did come back, uh, leave out in a different way, maybe something that's connected with a storyline or something like that. What are you guys' thoughts? All right. So let me move over to you, uh, uh, Sin City, your, your take on this story of Vince McMahon returning when you saw this, what was your thoughts? Well, when I saw this, I rolled my eyes and said, oh, fucking no. <laughs> um, I, I, don't, I genuinely don't see him coming back. Um, he can say whatever he wants. He can try to keep his name out there. The fact is, WWE is a public company. They're not privately owned. Okay? Now, 
The thing is, I'm sure that there are safeguards in place to prevent him from coming back. Um, and let's call it what it is. I don't think that he would just be able to walk right in to the, uh, you know, into WWE headquarters and say, I'm back. <laughs> Can't do that. Right. Especially with the way that he was, he was forcibly removed. Um, quite frankly, uh, him being gone has allowed the on T the on air product to be at least bearable. Um, and yeah, if for some strange reason, if he was to find his way back into running things, it would not be a good day for WWE or the fans. Matt Michaels, um, do you think Vince McMahon has seen um, the success of WWE since he's left just really even take off more and maybe and maybe just going, man, I want to take back over this, sh this ship, you know, or you just think just the, that whole idea of him even thinking that in the first place is just him just talking out of his ass. He know he wasn't going to, he's not going to be back. Well, this is the guy who had the kiss my ass club. So <laughs> he did. I, I wouldn't su be surprised if he was talking out of his ass. I honestly think that he um, he must have talked to Trump recently and realized the, that he gotten quote unquote some bad legal advice to walk <laughs> away from the company because if he would have stayed with the company, nothing would have happened. We already know this. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't think I, I don't think it was. <laughs> I don't think it was advice. I don't know where this shit's coming from. Um, it's the Wall Street Journal who reported this. So you're, it's a conflict because is that true? Is that a source that can be trusted for the article? Um, and, and, you know, Vince McMahon saying he wanted, wants to come back or is thinking of coming back or anything like that. Again, it's... It, is the guy really not suffering from dementia at this point <laughs> honestly yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. i think sure i mean and listen royal rumble entrant oh god if he did that he would would literally die yeah because he couldn't fucking go for real this ring. time for real this time no for real but yeah no he would because you saw him go to the ring the last couple times yeah. he went out there just to make an announcement of you know welcome to smackdown it was like watching your fucking your great grandfather try to walk <laughs> into a fucking wrestling ring and it, it, it it's sad it's it's sad the best advice at this point is go the fuck away yeah let it go let it go because you're not you're not of an age anymore that this is beneficial to anyone exactly. and outside of it being a hall of fame induction which i don't know if he would actually take part in um it, it always seemed like he did not want to do that for himself now if you know stephanie and hunter and whoever else is deciding hall of fame maybe they would bring him but again do you really think nick khan is going to allow oh, Vince McMahon on TV for any reason right now? No, because he's a fucking cancer right now because of all these allegations. Yeah, yeah. So let it go. Just, just let it go. If anything, go to AEW. That's what I was just gonna say. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but no, no, no. But Don't check this out. that shit on check, us. 
Check Please. this out. Check this out. Maybe not have him come to AEW, but how about AEW have a Hall of Fame special category go to Vince McMahon, even if he don't show up? Like, that's some bold-ass shit. And then no, send it to his residence. No. Nah, just have him book. Just have him come in and book. Fuck no. <laughs> I think him and Tony would get along perfectly. I, my heart couldn't take it. Well, his heart, literally, <laughs> I man's die. heart can't take the cocaine that Tony's doing. Either. Oh, my God. All right, y'all. Good, good, good stuff. This is a, it was a great three count. Uh, all right. Once again, we want to thank uh, our special guest, Travis, for being on with us. Um, and thanks for everyone hanging out, all of the uh, different comments we got. And um, listen, uh, Merry Christmas to you all. And uh, we wish you a happy new year. This is our last live show for the year. We'll be back to the beginning of the year. We'll do it all over. We have a lot of content that we're going to be giving to you uh, for the rest of the couple of weeks. Of course, you got the DeFalco files. We got a Christmas show. We have a new year show and you're going to get some other things in between. So uh, make sure you are locked in our podcast platforms. If you're not, Whatever your preference of podcast, just open it up, throw the search in, put Vegas Vegas Bad Boys with a Z, and we should pop up. All right? So please hang out with us this holiday season. All right? So our time for our final thoughts, and um, we start normally with you, Simon Street. What do you want to tell the folks out here as we leave out of 2022? I was going to tell everybody, you know, continue to uh, enjoy being a wrestling fan and and let's try and go in 2023 and uh, let's protect what we love um, other than our families, but this wrestling product that we consume every week, let's try not to trash it with dirt sheets and other types of BS, you know, an opinion is an opinion, but it ain't the gospel. All right. No doubt. Sin City Steve, what you got? Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, doing all the stuff that you guys do. We genuinely appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, very special shout out and thank you to all the brave men and women serving this country, whether you're doing it on lands foreign or domestic. Thank you for doing what you do so that we can do what we love to do. And last but not least, repsports.com, R-E-P-P sports.com. Go there for all your pre-workout weight loss and general energy needs. Again, that's repsports.com. Use promo code Vegas at checkout and save yourself 15%. Perfect. Thank you, Matt Michaels. Do you think Santa Claus's penis is like a candy cane, kind of a striped with a kind of hook to it? You know, well, I, I don't know. I, I, don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen I want to see his OnlyFans. Has anyone seen his OnlyFans yet? Oh, Jesus. Do you know there's a song about, about candy shaped penises? It's called Captain Hook and it's by Megan the Stallion. You should listen to it. Oh my God. It's called Captain Hook. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> Who says I haven't listened to it? Who says I didn't get this? My bad. My to bad. It? My bad. Then twerk it out. <laughs> hey, man. All I'm saying is that this dude lives in the North Pole with Mrs. Claus of like a million elves, like fucking little, little elves. They're not even little people. They're fucking elves. This is like Lord of the Rings kind of shit here, you know? <laughs> and then and then reindeer. Reindeer out of anything. Like, and one of them has a fucking red nose. Obviously, he hangs out with Tony Khan. Oh, Obviously. Shit. <laughs> God. Peace. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting.